Yeah, I'm just trying to identify where and why this class is leaking from. Oh, well. Moving on. <laughs> if there was a like a location where I thought <clears throat> that would be going on right now, I 100% I would have thought that would be my house. Not like it's just you and Sam there. Like how do you how do you have a glass that just randomly leaks? I don't know. It's uh once upon a time it was like a mason jar and it is I don't know. Those are also supposed to be fairly reliable. Yeah, well, when you put them through the dishwasher 45,000 times, they are less so. Mason jars, the Toyota of alcohol, isn't it? Or alcohol consumption? <laughs> alcohol consumption, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's do this. All right. Welcome to the Off the Road Again podcast. My name is Chris. My name is Ross. My name is Andrew. Hello. Hi, Andrew. And this, this is our podcast about anything and everything off-road, and Ross continually forgets that I say something else. But now it's on video, so everyone can see that you messed it up. Yep. <laughs> Public shaming. As always, we are continually social distancing. We did it before it was mandated. I'm in the Midwest. Ross is in the Northeast, and Andrew's in California again? Yes, sir. Still? Yep. You SoCal? <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, I feel like I'm, everybody we talk to is. Yeah, well, oh, really? I mean, a lot of car people down here. Uh, just a few. Just a few. So wait, so Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong. And I think once upon a time we had an exchange about this, but you're from New York, right? I'm actually from the Boston area. Uh, I lived in New York for a while, but okay. I've been kind of been all over the place living wise. Where in New York were you? Uh, lived like 80 miles north of NYC near, near an area called Poughkeepsie that like some people might know. Um, I went to school in New Paltz. Yeah. Oh, right on dude. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> really close to that. Very. I spent quite a time, quite a bit of, uh, you know, the chance you ever been to the chance in Poughkeepsie? No. Not okay. Not divey, divey, divey little okay. theater for, you know, metal shows. Cool. <laughs> but yeah. Poughkeepsie's oh, sorry, cool. I missed it. Yeah, it's not too bad. I lived in uh, just like a cabin in the woods that I rented for my grandmother for a while when I was between jobs. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, so it was that kind of sounds fun. delightful right now. Yeah, yeah, it would be now. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Right now. Cabin in the woods is also not how most people would describe the general idea of Poughkeepsie. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, wasn't in, I wasn't in like the city of, I was just like the closest. Um, it was actually a hamlet called a Wikipedia okay. near Poughkeepsie. But yep. Most people haven't heard of that, so. <laughs> no, no, no. There's so many tiny little towns in that area, yeah. but yeah, Poughkeepsie's oh, yeah. cool. Poughkeepsie's yeah, I think cool. the only reason I know Poughkeepsie is, isn't there a trail on the San Juans named Poughkeepsie? Like, I don't know. I think that. Oh, there's the Poughkeepsie thing. Gulch. I don't know, but that's. I'm not going to be able to spell a, Poughkeepsie off the top of my head. It's a funny old word. <laughs> there's That whole Hudson Valley area is full of strangely named things. It's all oh, like yeah. Dutch and Native American and a, kind of a mashup. Yep. Oh man! So I didn't small world, close to spelling that correctly. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's like a GH in there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's wacky. we just called it Poe Town. Po That's Town. where it okay. started. Yeah, there yeah. there is a Poughkeepsie Gulch Trail, uh, northeast of Telluride. Pretty... Yeah, it's a gnarly oh, trail, isn't it? Yeah, southeast of Ure. Ure. Yeah, <laughs> I almost pronounced that correctly. <laughs> uh anyways all right Ross location discussion over yeah that's yeah, okay that's where i lived before <laughs> la a couple years ago okay <laughs> Most gotcha all right sweet we have vehicle news this week something was revealed Ooh, what i haven't been paying attention just kidding <laughs> 
Wait a minute, dude. If you have, if you don't know anything about this, <laughs> I actually have a chance as an automotive journalist. Then, if Andrew doesn't know, <laughs> so, I've just been playing SnowRunner all week. I haven't been working. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, like Ford. Ford revealed the vehicle. Awesome. Just wasn't the one we expected. Well, we knew it was coming. It was just the one we were hoping for. Uh, yeah. So the F one fifty got revealed. Yes, indeed it did. And it moved the needle just because it was actual news. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. I, I mean, I, I don't have any strong opinions about it. It seems okay. They're like, looks kind of decent. Does it look a little droopy? It droopy? looks like they kind of just like melted the current truck a little bit. Droopy. <laughs> Not in that yeah. bad. It's still a good looking truck, but yeah, it's fine. They, uh, ever since the, you know, the 2015, the big like aluminum change, they haven't really done anything like super crazy with it, but mm. it's, they're still selling a lot of them. So yeah i guess the front end is a look, kind of a little more it's got a little more downward slope to it it looks mm-hmm. like but I, I don't know um i feel like they're taking their big chance on the tech this time so if it ain't broke with the looks you know don't fuck with it too much <laughs> i guess yeah Oh yeah, I'm I'm reminding myself. I'm looking at it again here. Yeah, yeah. that's what I had to pull up a picture. I, know. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it. Well, they do that's kind of good, blend. is it? They, they do kind of blend together. I mean, it's not it's not a dramatic aesthetic departure from that from the current one. It, it, it they've made some tweaks, but it's not like on a whole different planet. We're gonna we're gonna have to identify it by like we're gonna be able to say like that's the previous gen based on how the LEDs like. Mm-hmm. Because I think yeah. this is more of like an L LED on the side where before it was like a little right. cut in to around yeah. turn signal and back down. So that teaser that they put out made it seem like it was going to be like crazy aggressive and extreme right. and have a drastic departure. And then they showed like it got revealed and I was kind of like, oh, that's not as You're wild like, as. It's a truck. It, it's yeah, fun. it's an F-150. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious to see what the overlanding you know crew does with all the electrification stuff and the onboard generator yeah that's a cool idea it's pretty cool yeah how much is this thing gonna weigh though oh my god as much as any other full size yeah so much for the aluminum i mean the aluminum probably helps a little yeah they they find ways to backfill the weight (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) well how many of them are fully boxed steel frames anymore uh i i would think they're all box frame all the big uh the main full size yeah okay although to be honest i'm not 100 sure but i think i I feel like that was like a selling point with tundra when it first came out that it was the only boxed but at the i don't remember that's so long ago now yeah yeah Yeah, tundra was tundra man yeah turns out i'm old uh (laughs) (laughs) you know what i was thinking about you remember the tundra remember when they did that trd supercharged tundra and it was like fast, fast. It was like 500 horsepower. My uncle had one. Really? Sorry, yes. What? My uncle had a supercharged Tundra, and he would do burnouts all the time. <laughs> he Good. loved that truck. Because all he would pull with it was his bass boat, which was like a feather behind that truck. And so he'd be down in the Ozarks just ripping around in that truck. Did he do burnouts while towing the boat? Uh, no, because that would throw rubber at his precious bass boat. In that. <laughs> okay, fair. Like that that but he so he's been a huge bass fisherman since i was a kid and actually like at one point there was a trophy in his living room i i think i was like 12 at the time and it was at least twice my height it wasn't i wasn't a very short 12 year old like i'm six four now but like 
at 12, even like it was a good, it's good six, seven feet tall. I was like, Oh, okay. But how did that compare to the fish? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about fishing or boats. So I'm not one to talk. All I, I know is that the fish get bigger every time you tell the story. The, yeah. The when my, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we would always go fishing with them at Thanksgiving and it was always cold. We always had to leave early. And my cousin who is God, 10, 12 years younger than me, we only ever had fun when we were moving between spots. Like we'd get to a spot and he and I would just mess, like my dad and he would fish. My cousin and I would just fuck around until it was time to go to the next thing and he'd open it up and we'd be going crazy fast. And yeah. It's like golf. Anyway. The cart bin between holes is the only fun part. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't stand golf. Uh, no. Start off. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So F-150. So other <laughs> items of note, what do you guys think about the shifter that completely hides away so you can fold the center console down and use it as desk? Uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It just seems like something that's going to like break. I, I don't right. Just put a column shifter on it yes. or, or the knob, like the knob works fine and everything else. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why people hate column shifters so much. It's like, even when, uh, yeah, when I, t- and every time I talk to people, they're like, Oh yeah, I want the, the, like the console, the shifter down in the console in my truck. I'm just like, why the, the column's so yeah. easy. Yeah. But, completely out of the way and like yeah. i mean i had fine. a couple you know gm trucks with it it was totally fine i haven't yeah. had a column shifter since uh my 03 yukon xl like right that and was the last one yeah was there my, a problem i think my tundra had one i had a 2000 tundra with a column shifter nice <laughs> and a 95 honda odyssey that my mom had <laughs> nice <laughs> that is a column shifter that is a column shifter oh my god hell yeah Dude, even my, um, my 94 Land Cruiser's down. It's down low. It's not even, I was like, I'd give anything for it to be up there. It'd be great. Yeah, you can have a bench seat. But yeah, the, but the center uh, like desk thing is kind of interesting. It's, yeah. I guess like they're making use of the space. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I can see myself spreading some like fast food out on there. Exactly. <laughs> they, show, they show like all the site foreman like using it for a laptop and everything. And it's like, uh, yeah. no, that, that's no. going to be for, for lunch. Yeah. There's going to, uh, hopefully they even have like a ketchup holster. I don't look <laughs> yeah. The, the only, so like a I, little crazy if they didn't, Yeah. Yeah. Con- considering I work at a construction company, I can. Oh shit. It's, it's <laughs> only going to be subs. I think that like uh, a guy yeah. in charge of the subcontractor coming onto the job site would actually like need to do work there. And more often than not, they just go in the trailer. Like yeah. that's climate control. Like why, mm-hmm. why are you? And then if you're sitting there using your truck as the generator, since this thing has the crazy electrical prowess that it does, maybe, I guess I, they just pop inside. I don't, I don't know many of them who just sit in their trucks. I mean, at this point, like, <laughs> the big three are just trying to are just throwing like all ideas they can and want to at trucks or like, like what's oh, the next gimmick put a 12 inch screen in the middle and like right like, put this giant thing in there yeah it's just like you know what i is the ram 12 inches is that how big that thing is? i think it's 12 it's... point something yeah Jesus. on the on the if you order the better one the like nicer uh it's really nice inside the ram nice. though it's, it's really nice, nice. Yeah, that's a nice truck. I mean, they all are at this point. They all, yeah, that's true. You know what I've seen a lot of? You know, um, on the GMCs now, you can get that tailgate that has the indent that folds down. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of those recently. Huh? Which Did we? You remember the piece that Camille ran on that, right? I was with him when we discovered that. That if you have your ball in, that it will dent the Careful. piece that. 
comes down. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have a if you have a hitch hooked up and fold the tailgate down with that little detent folded, it'll just yeah. crash right into the oh, whatever's God. hooked up to it. Oh no! Yeah, seems like a misstep. Yeah. Good in concept, bad in execution. But so. but then like they went all out in tailgate marketing. Yeah, man. And then Rams got like a side opening tailgate now. And that's that's sixty forty, isn't go. it? Like, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not perfectly even. And there were they had some reasoning behind that, like some bracing. No, or no, maybe oh, I'm, there's. A, I know there's an extra brace on the inside, just below where the tailgate seals. But they had a reason for that. But mm. barn doors rule. Just saying. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we're if we're in suburbans, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I just need my tailgate to do one thing, like just, just fold flat. That's one of the things Honda got right, like with the ridge line where it just it swings or it drops down. Yeah. Like, it, it's simple. It works. It doesn't need to do anything else. I, did, I, yeah. I don't know. The, the open swing to me on a tailgate is awkward. Like, You mean a sideways? Yeah, like if it swings out, even like – so your Montero back door, mm. we're jumping way ahead, swings out, right? Yeah, it's it opens like a door. Like yeah, like a that's door, a yeah. natural thing to me. But like on a tailgate, like just either all one piece swings <laughs> out. I don't need the like, oh, I got to slam this one. And slam. Like I have kids and then anything that opens extra is something else to slam your hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fair. like I'd love a Ford Transit van, but I'm getting a one big sliding door because I don't want those two doors slant. Like, which <laughs> did you do the right one first or the left one? But like, just I want to eliminate yeah. all options of door closing. On the Tahoe I had, it had barn doors, and if you slam the wrong one first, it would like literally bounce yeah. back and almost yeah. smack you in the face. Like yeah. a super cab with it where it opens <laughs> yeah. suicide doors. Yeah. Okay, on the on the Montero though, does it open to the curb or away from the curb? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember. The door, the handles on the left, so it opens like, um, yeah, to the curb, I guess. To the curb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that. That's more common than the alternative, which is the convenient way. Yeah, yeah I guess that would, would make be. more sense. Yeah, I wonder why they well, did it like that. It's designed. F- it depends on where it was designed for, right? If it's designed that's, for right-hand drive, it opens correctly, and then they yeah. imported it to the U.S. I guess that's true. Yeah. But like they did all of the other uh, math to switch the driver. Like, why can't you just flip the hinges, guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think my Land Rover opened that way too. But I guess that's also right-hand drive natural market. So, <laughs> that's where the Land Cruisers, the clamshell in the back, right? It's the, the clamshell cool. gate and the tailgate. Yeah, clamshells is the best. Those are good. Okay, so really, for F one fifty, we're all in the agreement of sweet. Yeah, I think they'll it's sell cool. a crap ton of them. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I'm looking forward to driving one. I haven't seen any pictures of like a work truck spec one. You can only find the uh, like the really fancy ones. They're all like all the press photos that they've shown are like yeah. fifty five plus thousand dollar trucks. Oh, oh, at least yeah. I did like the uh, I did see the feature of that the front passenger and driver's seat will fold almost flat. Right for sleep mode. Yeah, yeah. and the and the base cool. actually will come up to match oh really yeah oh i mean anybody cool. in the back is totally screwed you got to lift the back seat up <laughs> yeah right um but if you're only two and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and it's terrible yeah. out and you're like well let's not pop the tent like it seems mm-hmm. yeah could pretty use that ideal to sit Definitely. there and yeah or if you have a huge dog 
you just do it in the passenger <laughs> seat the whole time. <laughs> That'd be funny. The only, only issue with that I can think about is it's only available on King Ranch Platinum and Limited. Like that means you're staring down really nice leather seats for the <laughs> right. dog to ruin. <laughs> Fair. <It's>, Fair. <laughs> and that's coming <clears throat> from the guy who takes his dog with him most days to work and the Land Cruiser uh is now a dog mobile again. It's full <laughs> of dog hair. Oh well. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. It's I just need a vacuum. Oh man. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, I am excited because they do actually make the F one fifty like thirty minutes up the road for me. So it's like, all right. That's let's get new ones. Let's let Mike let me drive one. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Casual. Yeah, I mean, it, the transit plant and the F-150 plant are, like, next door to each other, so. You should get a tour. I've done transit tour before. Did you not, did you not see that video? Did well, I share I, that with you? Yeah, once upon a time. That's <laughs> forever ago. But new F-150 tour. Is that now you have a reason. Dearborn, Kansas City. Isn't transit built in Kansas City? I can't remember. Yeah, it is. It Clay is. Como. Yeah, okay. Got it, got it, okay. That's sweet, sweet phrase, Clay Como. <laughs> <laughs> But you can find it on your door panels if you have an F-150 or a transit van. Nice. All right. Uh, Bronco reveal. We finally have a date. Again. They have a date. Oh, they changed the date again, right? They keep, again. <laughs> yeah. Smartly. It's not 7-Eleven or whatever it was supposed to be, whatever. OJ's it's not birthday. OJ's birthday. OJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I can just, can you just imagine like the groans in the Ford corporate office when they realized it was OJ's birthday and that was like what everybody was blogging about? They're just like, damn mm-hmm. it. See, I, I fully yep. maintain that Ford is smart enough to go like, all right, they played directly into our hands here. They figured it out. <laughs> I, I feel like their social team, or know. at least their marketing team, always is one step ahead of us to just keep us talking about a vehicle they've been trying to reveal for six months. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think that might have been a misstep, but... <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Know. Maybe it was an intentional misstep. The world may never know. I told, yeah, I told no. the story last week on the show. I was like, I, you know it actually made real news when my local sports radio station was like, and in other news, Ford's going <laughs> to debut the Bronco on OJ's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow, like, they got a lot of spread on that story. If only SNL was still in season, that would be like, right. that would be right there on Weekend Update. Yeah, it's pe- people's obsession with like the OJ Bronco connection is so like bizarre. People refuse to get over it. It's like, I, it's, I don't know. I don't it's know why so one to one. Like, people yeah, genuinely it's, like the Bronco, that era of Bronco. Yeah. 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 And that was, like, that was yeah. a widespread for that generation of Bronco, too. That's like what, 80 to 90? Yeah, it was a long run. Uh, yeah, mid 80s, I want to say, to 96. Yeah. Yeah, the, the third gen, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, those are third gen. Yeah, because the second ones are seventy three to seventy nine. That sounds about right. You know, I my, used to work at a company yeah. that made parts for these things. You yes, think you should I'd be you able should to remember? My dad had a seventy nine Bronco, and it was brown with a white roof, and it was like yellow and orange stripes down the side. Oh God, it's horrible looking. <laughs> I guess it depends. I guess it depends if you count the Bronco two, which generation it would be. Well, Bronco two is eighty four to ninety, but then right. the this the third generation we're thinking of is eighty to ninety six. Okay, yeah. They right. built the Bronco two until nineteen ninety. Yeah. God, those look <laughs> kind of those look kind of good now. There's one in my neighborhood that's like really clean. I'm just like, ooh, Bronco two is not so bad. 
You know, they're well, really small, and the size really is refreshing. Yeah. It's like a it's refreshing tiny. size because a, a full size Bronco is actually huge. Yeah. No, the Bronco Two is like Suzuki sized almost. They're super tiny. It's like YJ size. It's a really good it's comparison, good. actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you can find a clean one, like they they have a little, they're a little different with those the side windows that curve up, like kind of a yeah, Land Rover. Yeah, the, the windows yeah. go up really high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're super cool, huh. like a Ford or like a Land Rover. I kind of almost don't want to think of it as like a normal Bronco and think of it as like, yeah, it's, it's well, shit, everybody's going to draw the, you know, Bronco sport comparison right. <laughs> once that thing comes out. Right. But actually I, I was outside work the other day and I, I work in a city and I heard something like accelerate away from a stoplight screaming, like ripping, you know, first gear, second gear. And I look and it's a Bronco too. And it's like two miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the so best bad. kinds of exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! This 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 anywhere. was um this was utter lack of exhaust that was making the noise. But Which for me, every time I hear that and I look up, I'm like, man, what is that? It's a freaking Kia Sorento or Kia Sportage or Kia Sorento. Like that that exhaust manifold cracks every time. There's no muffler on it, basically. Rust. Thank you, Rust. Yeah. So it's an yeah, but supposedly we have a semi-confirmed, allegedly confirmed transmission for the Bronco, which oh, is really? yeah. Uh, oh, the manual or a different one? The manual, the seven-speed with the yeah. super duper low first-year crawl setup, and then mm-hmm. just like a, I guess, four gears and two overdrives, but with right. a first-year crawl. So. Yeah, I don't know. I seven gears is a lot of gears, you know. It is. It is it's, a lot. Too many, perhaps. My, my favorite part of this is the first story I looked up says, "According to Jalopnik." Yeah. <laughs> and Andrew went, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I was like, "Wait, did I write that?" <laughs> no, no. In your defense, um, Bozy wrote it. <laughs> yeah, Bozy wrote it. Oh. In 2018. But we did a recent like follow up because there was like a a confirmation. Now that you mention it, I remember. Yeah, that's that that's going in there. Um, but yeah, yeah. There, it seems like everything I've seen Bronco related so far has been pretty promising. I mean, like the the leaked images, the transmission setups. It sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. The way was, the tires actually fill the wheel well, the yeah. way a tire's supposed to. Like, yeah. sorry, Subaru Crosstrek, but. <laughs> <sighs> that one's but yeah bad. the um yeah i think it's it has potential to be pretty freaking awesome it does i'm just scared about the price like the yeah, more i think about it like because exactly and there's going to be probably something comparable to like a you know a wrangler unlimited or wrangler sport and then as you you know go further and further up the options it's eventually you get to i guess raptor bronco yeah. bronco raptor that, that um, might be like an elaboration later i bet they'll start like there'll be a really basic one you can get for like mid 30s and then the one you want is going to be like 40 and change like 42 ish rubicon price like two door yeah. rubicon price yeah, yeah it'll be comparable to rubicon for sure but that's a lot of money yeah. that's a lot of money for well, uh, but it's I, niche I, vehicle you know i, I, I like shop paid. For like half that <laughs> trying price. to get paid. <laughs> I don't. I don't have new vehicle money. <laughs> no, same. Hey, man, you can finance something for eighty-four months. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 
you could, but that doesn't mean you should. <laughs> exactly. As, as Toyota as I lean, even, even a forerunner for 84 months is, makes me nervous. Like seven years. <laughs> at I mean, least at least value pretty well, but yeah. And <laughs> theoretically wouldn't break in that long. Theoretically? Like, theoretically. It'd be, it'd be all right. Seven years is a long time. It's a yeah. long time. Yeah, that's that's longer ago than when I bought my first Forerunner. <laughs> Jesus. They're, they're doing uh, money's cheap now, though. I mean, the, uh, the uh, financing deals you can get are freaking crazy. I've seen a lot of like 0% for so long. <laughs> that's the scary part. 0%. Six years, you know? I mean, if, if, if you're good for it, it's like free money, basically. <laughs> Yeah, like if you, if you know you have constant income yeah. for the next 60 months. Yeah, but there's no interest. I mean, right. And I, actually, yeah. it's closer to 63 months because everyone's giving you 90 days for the first payment. True. So. Right. But, that is also yeah. true. Yeah, I'd be, uh, yeah. I, I've, I've been tempted to think about getting a loan for new cars a, full, a few times, but not, not often. It's too much money. Right. <laughs> it's too, yeah. You still have to bring like a fairly sizable down payment just right. to make your monthly yeah. not hurt. It's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be content with my junkers. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of all of us process. Yeah. The best car is one that's not paid car, off. What year's your Miata? Uh, 13. Okay. So we're tied. Yeah. But yeah. I don't even drive the one that's a 13. So that doesn't really count. That's fair. Well, I mean, my wife has a, a CX-5 that's a 19, so. Mm, fancy. Fancy schmancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So speaking of super extremely unbelievably expensive vehicles that will probably be coming out soon, uh, <laughs> TRX teaser, finally. Oh, yeah. Hellcat Ram, which but, uh, we had a great conversation back and forth in our in the Hooniverse Slack channel the other day about what it's going to be called. And uh, oh. I hope, Chris, I hope you're trying to find what I, the, I am. I, I said Hell Ram, and then somebody. So you said Hell Ram. I said I like Ram Cat better. <laughs> somebody else responded with Ram Ram Rammy Ramataz. <laughs> um, I don't know that I can say the next two in. Uh, oh, I see. Cover your so. mouth and then. So like it can't get picked up. It, it's the sad thing is it froze, I'm so willing, it's perfect. Oh, no. oh, never man. know. I'm more willing to say fuck on this show oh, than I am to man. say this word. Yeah, <laughs> Chris's internet has failed us once again. No, um, it's not. I, I can't. I can't believe it's taken him this long to do it. Although he's back. Wait, I'm back. Oh, he's back. You're See, back. It says it's unstable, but good lord, no, it's not. There we Was go. that we got all a ruse to not say what you yeah. were trying not to say? <laughs> no, no, I definitely. It said it was unstable for a second. Okay. So it's, um, it's the one that came up was uh, uh, somebody else that said hell and then the derogatory name for a cat and lady parts. Mm, mm, um, and then Ross responded with the opposite of that with derogatory name for a cat and cat. Uh, As you can see, we're all okay. very immature here. And then it was ran <laughs> hell of that. <laughs> and then yeah, it right. just got, actually that one is not just a name, it's the lifestyle. It was the tagline on the end of that one. So... <laughs> Because I think he added Hella, which Hella Cat Ram, Hella Ram. Yeah, sure. oh, that was supposed it's to about stuff. time we have another uh, another Hellcat engine in something. Is this <laughs> the longest we've gone with yeah. a new Hellcat engine since the Hellcat 
engine came out? I don't know. Because we Possibly. got we had Hellcat Challenger, then Hellcat Charger pretty quickly yeah. thereafter. And then it's definitely been longer between how long, Hellcat Jeep. How long and, before Charger to Trackhawk? Trackhawk. I don't track, know. I don't track, remember. Track, it's track, been so long. Hawk. And then uh, is the Durango SRT? No, that's not That's not a full Hellcat motor. I think that's just a regular Hemi. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a 6.4. Yeah. yeah. I've, I think I've only seen one of those. I see them more often. The SRTs often than I see I quite like a bit. To. Yeah, they're really. Yeah. Yeah. They're normally driven really aggressively around me, and yes, I'm like, "Oh, there's another SRT." Like, I actually I, really liked the Durango RT, but then the SRT was like too much. Yeah, it was. Full, just, I'm okay with that. Like, it had yeah. enough power in the RT. You didn't yeah, need to go. Yeah, and the exhaust. I feel like good. they get a lot of aftermarket exhaust, and they are loud. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That that but, that Hemi is not quite. I loud. haven't driven a Durango, but my parents have a a WK2 Grand Cherokee with the 5.7 and it's it's a great truck or Jeep. Um, everybody that's driven the Durango says it's like dynamically five times better. I really liked it. I can't, the last time I drove a Durango was years ago, but I remember like liking it and then everybody making fun of me for liking it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, but whatever. Like, why? Shit. They're, They're goofy. I like the idea of them. I just don't, I need more room i but that's because i became a large family so (laughs) like if i only had three kids i could make it work four kids is too much you have needs that most people don't yes sounds like a big flock (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i prefer gaggle but yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) definitely not murder (laughs) definitely not the murder for a large no no don't refer to your family as that ever in the presence of the police <laughs> no, um, but so I think I, I don't see GM fighting back. I know they've, you know, there's been rumors of some kind of, you know, LT4 powered Silverado or or Colorado, but I don't expect that. So I think this might actually be the end of like the crazy psycho off road pickups. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think. Je- GM's going to do something. If they did a V8 swap Colorado, that would be freaking awesome. But uh, they, they totally won't. That's the one we talked about a couple months ago. Was it Lingenfelters doing a V8 uh, oh, really? an LS swap into a Colorado? Yeah, cool. they are, but that's not. it's not the same. Yeah, right. I've seen it's a couple not the of factory. Them. And Edelbrock makes a supercharger. They're, you can get some power out of them, but uh, yeah, not, not from the factory. No. It's, yeah. Not from the factory. Alas. So sad. Yeah, the Colorado is pretty slow. Yeah, the diesel is like, oh, it's excruciating. They're all they're all pretty slow, but I mean, it's a cool (laughs) truck. I really like the ZR2. It's just like it's just got it's just not not quick. LT4 in the ZR2 or LT1 in the ZR2 even would be like, yeah, game set match. Be amazing. Just not to be anyway. No, maybe it's time. (laughs) Maybe it's time for like a Lightning or a Silverado SS to return. Yeah, I was wondering why they, nobody ever does that. Like, it would be so easy to do uh, lowering springs and the big engine. street style? And that's it. Yeah. I mean, right? well, I don't know why no, nobody offers that. Even, like, a dealer should try doing that. Like, Yeah, do the opposite. You see so many dealers that are just like, uh, rough country lift kit and yeah. uh, 33s. Well, isn't 
Does, has, so Greg from Hooniverse is driven. There's a dealer in Georgia that's doing like a dealer option lightning, isn't he? Yeah, he drove oh, really? the he drove yeah. the light the, oh, cool. the lightning. It was pretty. It was a cool truck. But and then he like went back through Google Maps to the airport where he did <laughs> his donuts in, and the donuts are still on Google Maps from <laughs> where he was funny. like, "Wow, that was yeah, a cool truck." But yeah, those but that's, are, yeah. That's the only thing we've heard about. Like, there's no 454 SS coming out that everyone no. can drool over. Right. Right. I do pass a blue X runner like every other day though on my way to work. Oh, oh they're so cool. They're what? Funny. Well, you don't cool? like the X runner? You don't no. like what? No. Rear wheel drive, six speed, uh, lowered Tacoma with an LSD. Yeah, with like 13 inch wheels. They're not really 13 inches, but still, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're really small looking. You don't see those very often. Drift truck. Yeah, it's not yeah. a drift truck. They like that. Have you seen that engine? Like, uh, if the tires yeah, are bald like, enough, anything's a drift truck. 80 psi is all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that like 2007 to like what 12 X? No. If they even sold it that long, I I like them. I don't know. I think they're cool. When did you graduate high school? No comment. Exactly. Like, is this, is this the truck in your wheelhouse for high school? Like that's, um, that's what I'm, that's the, the, uh, analogy I'm trying to equate here is like, I graduated this- in 09. So I'm trying to think of the cool truck when I was in high school. No, I mean, I can't, I, 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 I don't know. I just remember in high school, the disappointment being Silverado SS. That was like, <laughs> as underwhelming as underwhelming got. And when? 2000, mm-hmm. like 2006. I don't even think they made the SS and did they make it even into two? I thought yes. it was like oh four, oh three, oh four. Yeah, they, there's an 06 version too. What? Wow. I don't know. The SRT 10 Ram was on sale then too. So, mm. see, that's why isn't is this the TRX just a version of, like Ram? I think would be the ones who's going to do it. Like if somebody's going to bring us back one. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But no, the the marketing makes it seem pretty clear that it's like a Ford Raptor kind of truck, not yeah. a street truck. Well, the the teaser was just a cloud of dust, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, all the TRX concepts have been like off roady looking. Yeah. I just I kind of hope that it was like a Jeep Renegade, and they're just whipping donuts around, and we just <laughs> won't know because it's a cloud of dust, and who can tell? Okay, two things. First of all, somebody commented. Um, I think the comment was, doesn't TRX sound like the new hot Acura? And I was like, oh, shit. Actually, kind of TR. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that ends three letters and ends in X. Um, letters. And then uh, did you guys see today's Dodge thing? Whatever it was, the 8,900 horsepower of whatever? No. The about a Ram? No, it's about their like 2021 quote unquote performance lineup for Dodge. Yeah, and it just had, or maybe it was SRT, but it was extremely vague. Oh yeah, 8950 horsepower lineup. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't get that excited about these like. (laughs) Right. It's like if you took like. 
Chevy's horsepower and just add it all up. Okay. Uh, awesome. <laughs> let freedom rev. Okay. Now I see what you're talking about. Oh it my says gosh. let freedom rev. Oh no. Yes, it does. This is oh, ridiculous. No. Yeah. I mean, I, we get it. The, the SRT makes cars with a ton of horsepower. It, this reminds me of the, the Dodge ads where the, the, uh, God, Colonial Army. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. With the British and Challengers and Chargers <laughs> instead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't was... get me wrong. Like, I, the Challenger is a, still a very cool car, I think. But I yeah. See, I've never got into the body style. Oh, it's, God, really? Oh, it's I, so good. I love it. I think it's just growing up in the 80s and the 90s. Like, all of the muscle car era stuff was what my dad and his buddies wanted. Mm-hmm. So, sure. It's just a moderate, I like, I know they are good and I know they're fast. It just doesn't, there's no fizz to me. Not into it. That's, that's fair. But like, I kind of like the, the Charger Hellcat. Like, I think that's, that's a huge backseat. Like that's, but it's, the Charger to me has never looked like what the Chargers of old was. It was just kind of a. Oh, not even very, close. It's a very modern looking car. Yeah. yeah. The Challenger looks more like the old Charger. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it does. <laughs> I had a Challenger. I don't miss it. He also had a Corvette. Don't miss it. <laughs> then seen a theme. There are very few vehicles I've owned that I do miss. Yeah, once I get rid of stuff, it's it's really hard for me to sell vehicles. Like, uh, almost physically impossible. But then once they're gone, I usually kind of get over it. Yeah, How many next- do you currently own? Uh, five. Five. Uh, That's yeah. a number. That's a lot. <laughs> I think I only knew of three. Yeah. I have- <laughs> Four, vehicle, four cars and a motorcycle. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that sort of counts. So I've only missed one lo- that's large enough to notice. Is my, my I don't count motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a two wheel guy. That's Ross can talk motorcycles all day for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not super. Uh, I, I go through like bike phases. I haven't ridden the the bike I'm I still own since 2015, but I do have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know Montero. Yep. I know Scout. Yep. I know 300. Yeah, I've got a yeah, I've got a first gen 300 ZX, and I've got a 05 Acura TL. Okay, it's like a get around car. Is it so? Is the the ZX is it a Datsun or a Nissan? It's so I have an 84, and it was the one year it was both. Okay, it was it has, both. It, has, it was both. Yeah, it has Datsun and Nissan on the back, uh, and yeah, that was their that was their transition year. So a bunch of vehicles were brought badged as both and like that the, is the marketing pitch was like the name is nissan so it was a, <laughs> well that's pretty much when the switch happened right yeah, like we were yeah. out of Dotson. like yeah exactly that's rad as hell yeah that's cool. rad but yeah it's pretty funny i did not even know that was the thing that's amazing yeah, i know i didn't either uh, until i saw the trunk this <laughs> car and i'm like oh it's weird <laughs> yeah, when, when i worked at the the company that let me know way too much about pickup truck parks we also had a brand that was dedicated to uh, first generation Mazda RX sevens, cool, and Z cars, and it the name was not not good. They called it Black Dragon Automotive. <laughs> what is happening? Oh God! It and it was like right at the time. An the, yeah, yeah, it was right yeah. at the time the Gold Dragon Jeep came out too, and I was like, I'm oh, just stuck yeah. in all kinds uh, of horrible misery. I saw one of those last week. Really so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Pretty wacky. <laughs> I just remember Farrah going, it's the most racist car on sale today. And I was like, that's so bad. Uh, it's it's, it's not, not great. Not yeah, Thankfully, it's not no great. longer on sale. 
Yeah, that one didn't last, huh? Shocker. <laughs> I saw one on the road recently, <laughs> too. Hard to miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's black and gold all at the same time. It's like the worst. All right. Do we want to talk about ever. this Everest with the Raptor front end, or do you want to skip it? I'm going to have nightmares about this thing. <laughs> it's not great. Is it like a new, like a Ranger Raptor? Or? It, it, it's an, so it's an, a Ford Everest, and uh -huh. they basically just grafted on the front fascia of a Raptor to it. And huh. so. Let's see. I, can't get the, to find, I, I didn't see this earlier. I'm trying to find a pick. Because I've seen I've seen Everest with like Ranger Raptor front ends and it doesn't look bad. You want but... me to copy it out? How the heck did I find this before? So head on, it just looks like <laughs> Raptor, and okay. then yeah, it seems like it'd be a little weird looking. <laughs> yeah, head on, it looks like a Raptor, and as soon as you get to right. the profile shot, you're like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> the grill is like. 25% too big proportionally for the actual Everest. Got it. Yeah, that sounds a little wacky. It's and they, scary. They put some like giant wheels on it too. So. Yeah, it's like they're like 22s on 33s. It's a <laughs> questionable combo. Yeah, I'm going to have to try and find uh, the post just to drop in. I can imagine. I can I can probably try to, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared that clicking this picture is going to haunt my computer forever. <laughs> Well, for whatever reason, I'm stuck in mobile Facebook on my computer that I'm sitting at home watching. Like, it's got the .m in front of it, or the m. Okay, there's a larger image. I'm um, yep, save as web page. Nope, not going to do that. It's so, not good. It's in Thailand. That's the one part I couldn't okay. remember, which is kind of funny. I think they, that's a... I know it's a big ranger market. They might build them there. I'm trying to remember. The Everest? I think, <laughs> that, I think that sounds accurate. Yeah. I think we discussed that with uh, – we have a um, contributor to Hooniverse who's in Australia, and I think Joel oh, discussed cool. that. Um, Thailand makes a lot of stuff that I don't yeah. think we realize that Thailand does. <laughs> yeah. He's also seen the current-gen ranger for the better part of 10 years now. Right, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, super excited about it. I finally drove a Ranger for the first time last week. How are the seats? And? Fine. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It's Everyone complains about it being underpowered, which I didn't find to be the case. Uh, the Is turning it range, EcoBoost? Yeah. It's a 2.3 liter turbo four. Um, I think it's like 270 horsepower or something like that. But That's what yeah, my V8 4Runner's making. <laughs> or should it be making. <laughs> so, well, when it was new well, okay, right. wait. Right. so that's the same engine that is like focus rs and i think so there's probably some it probably has like a different uh tune or head or something on it but right. yeah i think it is fundamentally the same i think it is fundamentally same, the same block probably at least yeah so you would think there would be like aftermarket potential there mm -hmm. but i haven't heard a ton about that. what were you saying about the turning radius oh it's terrible it, really? Yeah, it drives like a very, it drives large. Hmm. Um, and the steering is very like numb and sloppy, but. So it doesn't feel, it feels kind of like old school almost. Yeah, but I mean, it's not bad. I, I'd rock it. I had a Lariat, which is the like nicer one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not bad. 
glowing review. <laughs> yeah, I would get the. I would recommend getting the the super cab with a longer bed because the mm. rear seat is like even with the four door, the back seat is so small. Yeah, that's that's the catch for all the midsize pickups. Yeah, yeah. like the. I feel like the Colorado is probably the most usable of them yeah. all. Even, I mean, the Tacoma's back seat on the four door is you're sitting like super upright and super, you know, your knees are up and everything. It's it's weird. I don't remember. That's the same. That's the same engine that's in a Mustang. The yeah, the oh, performance. The EcoBoost Mustang. The, the EcoBoost. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. The, I'm um, not gonna lie. I really want to drive that that performance pack, like you know, PP1 equipped EcoBoost Mustang. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I haven't driven that myself. I do really want to drive that car. It might be good. It's probably fun. Can, can we lift it? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I haven't seen any Safari Mustangs yet. Uh, wait. There's What's that movie where Pierce Brosnan has one. Oh, the, the that's a Crown six affair? by six, isn't it? Maybe. I think yeah, it I is. Oh, I feel like oh, I think it's a Mustang. That was like, yeah, it was a Mustang before. That was like before uh, Safari vehicles were cool, and it was like convertible, Freaking, right? Yeah. Oh no, um, it wasn't a six by six. There was a, a Jeep in it too. Maybe there's like a YJ Jeep that's a six by six, and then they leave in the Safari Mustang. Yeah. What movie is this? The Thomas Crown it's, Affair. Yeah, it's a remake of the Thomas Crown Affair, or like one of several remakes. You're, if you watch it, you're gonna have a, a an attraction to Rene Rousseau for a while. <laughs> it's kind of gonna happen. All I remember is the car movie. It's been so long. <laughs> but yeah, I remember being like, "Whoa, that's really cool," and then forgetting about it until recently when like Safari cars came back. I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> yeah. It was- oh, this thing. Oh, yes. that thing's awesome. Yeah. Light bar up, like Casey lights up top. Yeah, like, it's amazing. It's so good. I've seen pictures of this for years and never knew what it was from. So thank you. I have a movie it to watch It says it's a GT350 on the side of it. So Yeah, who the hell knows? I mean, I assume it was just a kit car that they hacked up for right. purposes. Right. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm looking at a cool cool Fords article on it right now. I'm sure they have like some Cool Fords. Stuff, I can hear the sounds of the tires rubbing the fenders. I know. Yeah, it's probably terrible. Oh, man. Oh, well, it looks cool. Dude, that YJ behind it with the 6x6 is pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking at this now, too. YJs are kind of underappreciated, just saying. They're terrible. They're horrible, but they – everybody shits on, you know, square headlight Jeeps. They're kind of awesome. Yeah, they're not bad. I'm also biased. That's why I'm into cars. (laughs) Right on. But yeah, I, I like that. I, I like anything with six wheels. Uh, sure. No, YJs are kind of cool. They're they're not that they're not like as cheap as you would think either. Like no, cheap is. because no, cheap all is, of them, yeah. all of the YJs that are, I mean, okay, eighty percent of the YJs in existence have like corroded into the earth. Right. And all the good <laughs> ones, people are just asking crazy amounts of money for because yep. they did a lot of work to it. Such is yeah. the way with everything. It seems like. Yeah. I mean, shit, you know, the Northeast is like... Well, I never sell any of my cars. Uh, Same as the Land Cruiser tax. Like, now that's a different world. It, it, it is, but it's the same. Like, if you can find... Like, that one Jeff found today, it was super clean. They wanted twelve grand. I was looking at FJ Cruisers with, like, 85,000 miles for twelve grand. Right. That's a much more modern vehicle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yours will have proper airbags. Hmm. Mine, mine just says Land Cruiser on the steering wheel. So when I die, <laughs> it'll be imprinted on my chest. To... <laughs> uh, well, at okay. least there's that. All right. So, you want you want to tell us about on. your cargo box? Sure. So <laughs> yeah, I like that you haven't <laughs> dropped any pictures into this, so Andrew can understand. So, what so, sounds like he's been waiting on this. So yeah. So I'll, Ross I'll, I'll installed a hitch on okay. the Miata. Yep. Okay. Trailer hitch. Okay. So I went from to what end? Uh, not a good one. So <laughs> I, so <laughs> no. So the hitch is fine. Okay. Um, I, the intent with the hitch was so that I could basically carry beach chairs because okay. <laughs> even though we have a perfectly capable and practical and way under the least mileage CX-5 in our household, you know, brilliant idea is to... Because the answer is always Miata. The answer is always Miata. And, you know, holding out hope that some kind of even like overnight vacation happens this summer. I was like, wow, Roadster, beach trips, of course. Carry beach chairs. You need something to carry with. So I put a hitch on the car which was, you know, pretty straightforward. Um, And then the next step was figure out how to carry the beach chairs, which led me down the Facebook marketplace rabbit hole. God, that thing is so Um, big. (laughs) Oh, careful with the phrasing. (laughs) So Uh I picked this thing up on, uh, on Sunday. Oh, here we go. On, uh, off of Facebook marketplace. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's not, it wasn't good. And yeah, is it, so. Is it called the Stowaway 2 because you can fit two bodies inside of it? That's exactly what I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll have to put the visual in with, you know, with the post. On the post. Oh, they're already seeing it. But, the way I'm oh, going to edit this stuff up, okay. they're already going to have well, seen so it. So it's a hitch mounted cargo box. Until they see it. Um, hitch mounted cargo box that good would God. have tripled the Miata's cargo volume. And weighed probably 130 pounds and was like we got there to to buy this thing and i'm you guys have bought stuff off craigslist and facebook and and everything and you get there and like you meet somebody you can't get to the meetup and then back out after you've like gone so far down the commitment path yes you can you can but like yes yes you can i I know i can You definitely can, but um, well, I'm, it sounds like you didn't want to. I didn't want to, there so so I bought it, and we had it in my wife's car, and like we drove home, and we put it on the Miata, and the second I put it on the Miata, I was like, uh-uh, this is this is absolutely terrible. Did you have to fold um, down everything in the CX-5 to get it inside the CX-5? Dude, it ba- so it barely, barely, barely fit in the CX-5. That's so, how so absurd you purchased- this was the cargo volume of the CX-5 and strapped it to the back of the Miata. Effectively, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's like, it's not the worst idea for like, uh, it just looks ridiculous. Um, it, it was so much. It, it weighed so much that it like literally was causing the back end to squat. So I oh, listed what? it on Facebook Did Marketplace. No, I didn't scrape except I, I park in this like, um, Chris, I've told you I park in the one spot in my complex that's like right by the gate. Nobody else can park in it because it's too tight. And when I went to back up and move forward because there's a drainage, like a you know, um, like a runoff thing there, it's just metal like sparks everywhere. Um, so I listed it on Facebook Marketplace on Sunday night and sold it on Monday during lunch. 
There you Sweet. Go. That's a nice looking Miata you got there, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I am and, a week away from a year with it, which is. And, and turned a profit good. on the box, right? Entered, yeah, fifty dollars profit. There on the you box. go. There you go. It all, yeah. it all Did you spend fifty dollars in gas to go get it? Definitely not. But went to so North, it's a win. went to yeah. North Jersey to get it. So definitely spent fifty dollars in tolls. Uh, <laughs> forgot about that element. But we got some good bagels in the process, and probably some COVID. Mm, I don't know. There's a lot of Lysol and a lot of mask wearing. So See, hopefully, I'm hopefully fully not. on board with all this. Hopefully not. The crappy part is going to be when the three of us have to wear masks just to do a podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, it. Oh God. Yeah, I, not, uh, not that we ever spend too much time on the pandemic, but uh, Kansas has been ordered to wear masks on Friday and out and out in public, and the the responses on the internet have not gone well. The responses in public, I've seen drastically more people wearing masks, which is actually a very beneficial thing to it. But holy crap, people, what you write on the internet matters. Have you, we not seen people lose jobs lately for saying horrible things like calm down? Oh, dare we touch on today's questionable? No, we probably shouldn't. We should probably not. I worked all day, so let's not. Okay. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's not. I would like to keep working. Um, <laughs> yeah moving on but yeah easy to be macho on the internet uh yeah so the miata is back to no box uh no box and now i'm gonna try to uh yeah very small glove box i'm gonna try to find one of those like flat cargo carriers that weigh you know like maybe 25 pounds 20 pounds instead of 125 pounds and then just strap the beach chairs to it with a bungee cord (laughs) what you're looking for is the solution i'm going with for so Andrew, I ordered a, a Thule online and it arrived with a crack. I ordered a second Thule box uh, and it was damaged before it even got to me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've had to like pivot to my, my dad has a hitch mounted basket. And so it's literally what Ross is describing. It's literally just a tray with like maybe two inches of like metal around the outside. But then he, he spent a little extra and got like the frame that goes up a little bit and I, I'm going to call it a water resistant bag uh, that'll set down inside of it. And so like we can put the cooler and like mm-hmm. okay. maybe some of the more awkwardly sized, uh, like a, the stroller folds down pretty well, but it's kind of a weird, weird shape. And so I'm definitely going to put it in that thing just so nobody's like punching it inside the car. So we're, we're going to go to Colorado for a couple, three days, uh, which is with four kids. Any, any trip is an event, but it sounds that's, like it. That's my Band-Aid because what I thought were these amazing cargo boxes that are rugged and tough cannot survive shipping to my house. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they're all just plastic at the end of the day. That's yeah, true. It's all ABS plastic, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that could be more of a reflection of the shipping than the box itself, though. Yeah, true. I, and I don't want to blame the company, but at the same time, I've ordered your product twice and I can't receive it. So That's, that's not ideal. Yeah. Anyway. So I did do work to the Sequoia, which of course, because we are car people, we have to immediately talk about when we start talking. So I'm going to tell it to you all again. Uh, I did front pads on the Sequoia. I did a, a new right front wheel bearing and I, I'm weird. I don't let them just balance. I make them road force balance. I know I'm spending extra for something that I probably don't need, but I also feel like I can tell the difference. You road force balance the all-terrain tire? Uh, no, they're they're uh, uh, Goodyear GSA. Oh, okay, I was going to say that's typically pretty challenging. 
But. Yeah, that's no, I won't. The KO2s yeah, are about on the 33 inch KO2s trying yeah, to yeah. reinforce those. No, Good God. Figure that out. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. We're off the rattle anyway. They'll get them close <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, what but ways? When, I, when I picked it up today, um, the steering actually felt a little tighter overall, which was kind of nice because my one main complaint in that is the steering was loose compared to the 94 Land Cruiser, which is old and heavy and not. Hmm not light so it's actually kind of it's really nice it's driving really well so just in time to get on the road and uh not do what it's supposed to because that's what cars do yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right which where do you want to start you want to start scout montero we go back to the Z car because I, I still we got a lot of places to go here (laughs) yeah Yeah. what what do you guys want to know about i'm happy to answer any questions i mean all of it my main interests are the chasing Dakar and chasing Baja. Like, oh yeah, okay. Those also those are that, some yeah. dreams of mine. <laughs> yeah, chasing Dakar. Um, yeah, so I in 2015 I helped lead uh, lead a trip like a spectator crew uh, following the Dakar Rally in South America. So at that point, obviously, it was already in uh, in South America. That was mm-hmm. like 2000. I want to say nine. They moved down there. 2009 or 2010 sounds about right yeah i I could google it but anyway um (laughs) i will for you (laughs) nice (laughs) so i actually not to like waste too much time on backstory but i used to be an off-road guide in australia and i worked for this guy (laughs) uh this swedish guy named magnus erickson leading tours out there and it was always his dream to go to dakar and like see it and go wheeling down there and so like I worked for him in 2011 in Australia mm-hmm. and we all, we kept in touch. We're still buddies. And then, yeah, he was like, Oh, we're going to do a, we're going to chase the Dakar rally. We're going to get a bunch of trucks, uh, a bunch of motorbikes. And like, um, it's going to be awesome. Like uh, I'll fly mm-hmm. you down there. All you have to do is like, you buy your own beer and you're like, just like back in the day, like you still got to kind of help me run the trip and run the tour and like, that's a great gig. The bike's running. Yes. It was awesome. So I honestly forget, Patrick George was editor in chief of Jalopnik at the time, and I forget how I convinced him to like get a month off so I could go <laughs> around in the desert. I, I can't remember. I think I was like, I don't know, maybe he was just like sympathetic because he knew I was going to go either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, okay, Matt, you might as well make a story out of it. Yeah. So uh, the <laughs> so I get down there and we don't have like we were supposed to have two volkswagen amarox like all kitted out all terrain tires and like extra gear and shit and mm-hmm. we get down there and we've got one sanyong rear drive oh, no. <laughs> on on like cheap road tires and i was like uh what's going on man <laughs> so houston we have a problem yeah it turned out that like the dude who we had rented the like off-road trucks from like uh, like flaked out and disappeared and we had to scramble and get some random ass airport rental truck. Oh no! Yeah. Oh god! It, 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 uh, this this comes back to bite us later, believe it or not. <laughs> so little did you know. The deal, the deal was there was like there was people from all over the world that <clears throat> had paid us to like come in and ride rented Kawasaki KLRs. Um, it's cool. that's like for those listening who are unfamiliar with bikes that's just like a super stalwart basic all-terrain motorcycle it's not fast but it's very hard to kill were they 650s or were they i want to say 650 Uh, yeah okay i'm trying to remember i think so 
anyway, it's a it's a typical like rental bike. Um, it's a good all rounder. They're cheap, easy to run, and easy to keep alive. Anyway, so we had a bunch of those, and we had this stupid fucking like Senyong uh, <laughs> as our support car. And then uh, we hired this guy down there named Sasha. He was our like he was our local fixer. So he like he spoke Spanish and among other useful tasks. And uh, he had a two wheel drive diesel Ranger. So our like our truck, our support truck situation was pretty weak. <laughs> yeah, it's not not <laughs> ideal for the conditions. But uh, but basically, spectating the Dakar rally is is so challenging because obviously the distances are immense, and sometimes you can like cut them off, cut the racers off, and sometimes it's really difficult to go where they're going and obviously to get to like a half decent spectator spot you need you need some off-road capability so we're balancing like this crazy schedule uh, and the logistics of having all these people out in the middle of nowhere while also like trying to be in the right place at the right time so we can actually watch the race right <laughs> um I, but, when i was yeah. like trying to search up questions for this you you took a picture of dudes like in the back of a raptor and it looked like it was just bombing past everybody. Oh yeah, that's and, right. And it looked <clears throat> it looked hilarious. Like it was like, yeah, that's that's the solution. That's what you needed. Yeah, that, that photo is from a place called um uh in Kike. I might be pronouncing that right. City in near, outside of city in Chile. And yeah, so the uh the rate yeah, obviously the Dakar racers would go through like the sand pit and in in places that was near towns, like locals would just flock and it would be bedlam. Like, yeah, people in the back Boy. of trucks, like just going all, you couldn't tell like who was racing and who was just like trying to hang out. Like, <laughs> did that wild. truck have stickers on it? I couldn't tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, God, we had. So your local fixer, even though you had a local fixer still. Yeah, he had a crappy car too. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember why he ended up in i honestly don't even remember it was that long ago but um we we didn't have any mechanical issues with the bikes we did have so most of it in when you're in that scenario and, and you have so many miles to do and like kind of a mixed experience level of of riders we we tried to stay away from like the super technical off-road mm -hmm. terrain and mostly did like gravel roads highway Yep. But there was one section where we wanted to get people to this cool spot and, and it was pretty deep sand and like riding a motorbike in sand is not that hard, but you sort of have to know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, momentum, momentum, momentum. Yeah. And you kind of stand up and like steer with your feet. It's like skiing. So we had these and the bikes were like loaded with gear. So the, the people who were not used to riding in sand were like really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the trip where I would just drop the bike constantly. Yeah, a lot of people were. So we were doing a combination of like getting out, like picking them up. Uh, <laughs> one guy, <laughs> this one, we had this one guy who were like, we were trying to te basically teach him how to ride in the sand. And, like he, he kept falling over. It's like, oh man, he finally got it. And, and we, were, we were, I was behind him in the truck. He's riding and we we're like, yeah, he's doing it. And <laughs> 
his like side pannier catches this tree and we're just like no 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 oh, like God. rips all his cargo off oh. <laughs> and, like tumbles him down wait dude was trying to learn on the fly oh yeah, my I mean, God. yeah it was kind of like uh. you know nobody nobody wants to like ask for help because there's a lot of ego going oh, pride. on so. yeah pride 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 yeah, so he's like oh yeah, yeah i know what i'm doing i'm just like oh buddy anyway the that's so not like, the way I address automotive at all. Like, I don't know what I'm doing yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> we Jesus ended up, uh, we ended up having to put his bike in the back of the truck. And since the cab was so loaded with gear, he had to like sit next to it. Oh no. For like, Jesus. just for a short way until we could get out of the deep stuff. But there goes the ego. <laughs> yeah. But man. Like, and like, but if you uh, don't have like I, straps oh, and it's off road, yeah. How often was the bike like bumping into him in the back of the truck? Yeah, so yeah, fortunately that was a, it was a pretty short distance that like, when, we had, when we had to like momentum through deep stuff with the truck, uh, we had him get out. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Sorry, bud, you just became a pioneer. <laughs> God, then, man, like, I, oh, there's that's just so bad. There, there's so much. I think I know I've written this up, and like, it, it's. It's a long, I'm trying to truncate the story as much as possible, but on the way out, we were like, you know, we were hanging out. We finally made it out to the sand. We're watching the race cars go by. We're like, oh, it was cool. All right, let's go, you know, let's get out of here and we'll go camp for the next spot. And as we're picking our way out slowly, we, we, we realize the race wasn't over. Oh, <laughs> There's shit. still race cars coming through. Oh. <laughs> so you're on the course? <laughs> Yeah, we're on the freaking course. We we only went out because uh, like we saw some sweep car. Uh, there was there was some reason we figured it was like safe to go back. But, Jesus Christ! Uh, so a random <laughs> car went by with like flashing yellows, and yeah, you were like, "Yeah, that's like that. the end, right?" Yeah, and uh, so we're just like, <laughs> just, yeah, just just trying to keep track of like twelve dudes and a few people like randomly scattered while the race is going on. It was it was a thing. It was it was slow and sketchy going for a while. <laughs> when, when you guys were at spectating points, were you guys evaluating trees the same way like rally spectators evaluate trees? Like, all right, that's at least a sixty mile an hour tree. Like, is it, <laughs> or is or is the geography different enough down there that that's harder? Like, I don't. The uh, the 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 spots I remember spectating was pretty open. Okay. Um, there was one where they were, well, the one I was just describing was like a, a dry riverbed. And so they were kind of racing through like a wash, uh, but there weren't a lot of trees to hit in that particular spot, but <laughs> See, that, that makes me have tree fun. will hit tree. Yeah. That's how it I goes. Trees. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen for sure. But God, we did so many miles. Um, I want to say, cause the race that year was probably around 5,000. God, I, I don't, I don't want to say numbers because oh I honestly don't remember. I have it written down somewhere. But, I mean, it was a month of, like, just just hours and hours mm -hmm. in the car. And, like, because you can't, you can't travel with that many vehicles and not have, like, an issue pretty oh, much yeah. every day. Whether it's, just oh, like, yeah. whether it's a flat or, like, a chain brakes or it's just, like, so everything takes longer than you want it to take. And, Part of the adventure, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, like, South America is not really that densely populated, is it? Like, it's... no, I mean, they have, I mean, no, of course, there are big, I mean, big deserts, Atacama Desert, and like, there's big tracts of nothing, and that's where you go car racing, of course. <laughs> exactly, so, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
so can't yeah, pop into the Holiday Inn Express that night. No, <laughs> I would definitely recommend um, traveling with a smaller group if you get the chance. Twelve people is a lot of people off road. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. It's like so even cool. on a slow trail run, six, and you're, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, twelve, twelve's a ton. We had and and if, and we had to cross like four or five borders, and it was like BS every time too. Twelve people. Because oh like God. yeah, somebody didn't have their thing and. The, I, Somebody this, checked the wrong box. Yeah, so not to like talk too much about Dakar 2015, but <laughs> let's just end with, we had a, a guy and his son was, was one of the groups and we were crossing from Argentina over to Chile. And apparently to cross, for a parent and a child to cross oh, that particular border, you needed like a signed document from the other parent saying oh, it was shit. like, okay. So <laughs> like a waiver, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, like, like on a like field a trip anti- or something. Like yeah, you're not stealing my child. <laughs> yeah. So these guys didn't have it. And so we're trying to like, <laughs> what? We, got our, we had our, we had our guy, Sasha, who spoke Spanish. I speak like a few words and between all of us, we we're like trying to sort it out. And uh, they were like, no, these guys, these, these two can't, can't cross. So what ended up happening was they got the man and his son got detained at this border crossing in the middle of freaking nowhere. And they, they weren't like, they weren't like prisoners, but the only place they had for them to stay was like a a detention cell essentially. (laughs) So they like, these guys spent like 24 hours uh, there until they could get like a document. Like, did they have to like fax it in? Yeah, yeah, they had to because they oh had to wait God. for us to like get out somewhere so we could contact the His mom, wife. <laughs> and then like, yeah, they went through. At that point, like we were like, yes, hey, man, you we're can just cross tour the guides. Border. Like this is on you. This- <laughs> oh no! Oh, uh, they wouldn't so, let yeah, them just they- go back. No, they had they had to. Well, they had no way to get back because they had no vehicle. Because we oh. we had to like. They, they, they were just keep everything together. Ride, yeah. They were on the ride. Oh yeah, they were, they were riding in one of the trucks. So they like, they're like, we can't leave one of the, we can't take the rest of the crew back. Uh, yeah, it was a freaking, it was a whole thing. We didn't see them again Jesus. until like days later because they ended up getting a ride with like some other car going the other way. It was, <laughs> yeah, God. That's, <laughs> wow. So um, that's, that's one of the things like traveling Central and South America, like I would love to go do that, but border crossings you, you just, just make me so nervous. Yeah, you just got to do your research and be patient is mm-hmm. like what it comes down to. I mean, it's, it's, it was fine most of the time. It's just, yeah, you got you to make sure all your documents are in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what if, I mean, what if you like, copy everything? they didn't try that, like, I'm sorry, his mother's dead. Like, <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Um, no, I forget why. Like, didn't we didn't get more creative? But for whatever reason, because it it's a border like, cross point with border yeah. guards, and yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think at a certain point, it was like they had already. Yeah, by the time they thought of doing stuff like that, they had already like committed to the truth. I guess. So. Yeah, it caught off guard. You're not backing up on that. Yeah, so that was a whole freaking thing. But otherwise, you kind of have to wonder. Like, fine. does twenty bucks get you out of that? Like. Yeah, sometimes it depends. We uh, like I, I mean, <laughs> you can definitely like you can use your international driving permit to to get out of license like fines sometimes. If mm-hmm. like I got stopped in Chile and um, he was like, uh, finally he didn't really speak English and I didn't really speak Spanish and finally he was like, let me see your license and I showed him my international driving permit, which is just like 
a crappy piece of paper from AAA. From AAA. <laughs> and he was like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't want to deal yeah. with this bullshit. Like, right. see ya. It's like, it's like my, I'm going to have to spend three hours doing paperwork. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, just kind of let it slide. We lived in Bangkok when I was a kid. And my dad tells a story about, so while we were there, we had a driver for most of the time because Bangkok traffic is just the worst. But on the weekends, my dad would take the car out sometimes. And one day he got pulled over and he understood that that was part of the process. Okay. And he reached into his wallet. And at the time, he literally had $5 or $200. <laughs> and he was still kind of deciding at about the time the cop got to the window. And the cop just reached in and grabbed the five and turned around and walked away. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He was reasonable. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dad was like, thank, he was really happy with that cop that day. Yeah, and there, there was no really conversation, funny. no nothing. Like, just the money was presented. He was still deciding. Like, it was almost in front of him. He just reached in and grabbed it. Like, good deal. So, yeah. I don't so know if that story's true or yeah. not. I was four. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was $1 or $5. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that could have also been the case. <laughs> yeah. That's so also, the, yeah. He, he generally tells that story and then tells another one where he knew he had to change how he reacted in traffic. Because somebody honked, and from the backseat, I yelled, blow it out your little brown ear. And he was like, okay, so this is, we need to start taking things. Yeah. That is mm. super, not, not racist. Like, definitely understood. Like, this is also like 1984, so it's been quite a while. <laughs> oh, man. Turns out uh. four-year-old Chris, super racist. We had to- <laughs> We had to figure some things yeah, out. We're going to skirt over that one. <laughs> I was four. What did I know? That's, I mean, yeah. Say most toddlers are pretty raw in their emotions. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. I apparently told a guy to fuck off at Pocono at a race when I was like four years old. So. Yeah, see, exactly. Uh, yeah. He probably smiled at you too, and you were like, nope, I'm going this way. <laughs> uh, I think he, my dad's story is he insulted me for liking Jeff Gordon, and I told him to fuck off. Well, so. That's, I thought it was reasonable. And that's you're at, if you're at a NASCAR race, yeah, that's that's a solid thing to do. Like, right? Standard. <laughs> Nobody. Anyways, <laughs> that took a turn I didn't expect us to take tonight. Weird turn, seriously. <laughs> Anyways, let's take a turn well, into the Montero then, because it's yeah, awesome. yeah, Monteros are good. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so we've heard. So I only ended up uh, when I I had a major. Uh, off-road accident in 2018 and couldn't like use both hands for a while so I had to get an automatic to get around and I'd already owned a forerunner I had like I was looking for something halfway interesting to get as an auto and like I'm totally gonna interrupt did you have an XJ2 at one point no I never did I never had an XJ maybe I'm just thinking of the forerunner yeah I had a 96 (laughs) forerunner briefly uh which was good um, but yeah, so I was like looking for interesting, and then I I just fell in love with like the the fender flares uh, and just the way the Montero looked, and then I realized they had a lot of cool features, like they had a uh, air locker stock. Um, really? Yeah, which yeah. is super cool. A big at gigantic sunroof. Why am I just learning about factory air locker on the yeah, Montero? Yeah, it's a super cool truck. So Did you just have like, the uh, the the pitch and yaw stuff in the center dash, like. No, so only the early ones had that. I actually okay. have. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what that is. Like, is that the spare? <laughs> yes, I, I I pulled that thinking I was going to put it in my truck, um, but 
Mine has like a voltmeter and an oil pressure gauge. And okay. I actually realized like that's like more useful. Than that is way more useful. Because this, this is just like decorative. It just bounces all over the place. Yeah. Exactly. You'll know if you're at the point when. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bunch of aftermarket ones around here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but I haven't found one that like looks quite right in the, mm. in the cab. But um, yeah, I ended up re- like the, the Montero. So I, I have a second gen and. The second gens to get are like 98 or 99 because that's when they had the fender flares and the rear locker. Okay. Uh, the 2000 had the flares but no locker and the 92 to 97 doesn't have the flares and a slightly different engine. So, so yeah. good so overlap. Yeah, good overlap. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the, that's the one to get. And um, yeah, I, I <laughs> actually found it on Craigslist out in uh, like this desert town called Murrieta and I was out with my wife in Palm Springs. We, we, had, a, we had a Range Rover Sport SVR. Oh, wow. Uh, as a car. Like, just, we were just buzzing around. And the guy texted me back, and he's like, yeah, come see it. So I had to, I'd like, park around the block because I didn't want him to. <laughs> yeah, you can't like walk it up and walk out. <laughs> uh, he hears you coming, and you park yeah. around the side. Like, uh. um, but, yeah, those are yeah. not quiet. No. No, no, yeah. So, yeah, I rolled up, and it was like, it was kind of, it's kind of aesthetically like whatever, but the interior was really not, like the paint is kind of shot, but the interior is in pretty good shape. And the dude was like really mechanically inclined. So a lot of stuff had been done recently and like everything had been lubricated. And I was like, all right, this seems legit. Um, I ended up buying it for three and a half grand. Nice. And then selling, um, selling this like desert bumper he made that I didn't care for. Uh, <laughs> And the roof rack he had on it to, I think, I think I got two, I think I basically got 400 bucks for like the stuff I sold off it. So then it was down to like 3,100. Yeah. And that's cheaper than what Jeff spent on his Montero. I think that's cheaper than what Jeff spent on fixing his Montero. Oh yeah. He's been (laughs) throwing a lot of money in his. Mine's been pretty good mechanically. I, I, uh, the, the radiator had like a JB welds situation going on top. So I, just yeah it was replace it yeah yeah, i didn't trust that so a a buddy of mine um another montero friend was like was upgrading to like this big ass aluminum radiator and so he sold me his like re record oem one because you don't want a plastic one either you want like a factory metal one uh but yeah you don't want to mess around with radiators if you're going to the desert you want to no that's That's also accurate for 80 series land cruisers too you want oh really you want the old metal ones you don't want the new plastic one yeah 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 you want to rebuild for those listening at home yeah (laughs) if you have the choice you want a rebuilt metal one not a new plastic one especially because the there's a uh got a like a release valve at the top and if it's the plastic one that piece just snaps all the time and you just leak coolant that's no good no good at all um, but yeah, I haven't really, um, I, when I brought it in, I got all new fluids. Um, there's this guy named Chai up in Van Nuys, like just North of LA, who's like a Mitsubishi guru. And, um, he was, yeah, he went through it. He was like, no, nah, you're, you're good. Just replace stuff as it breaks. Uh, is it, so is it a V6? Yeah. V6, 3.5 liter single overhead V6. And obviously it's the auto. So they built those yeah, engines forever, for. didn't they? Yeah. They're pretty, yeah. That's pretty ubiquitous. They're pretty common. It's uh, it's in a lot of stuff. And then it's just got a Toyota transmission, actually, Toyota four speed. Oh really? Yeah. Um, hmm. so that's like pretty easy to replace. Yeah. Uh, is uh, wonder, is that the same four speed that was in the four hundred for I don't know. I'm not ever. sure. Interesting. Yeah, 
maybe. I, I honestly, I'm not sure. Uh, Even so, Toyota transmission. But yeah, it's like a T. It's like AT. Fuck, what is it called? AT fuck. I guess AC. <laughs> not. It's probably not. Oh, uh, okay. But, um, so, um, I don't remember. Shoot. But anyway, yeah, it's a pretty standard four speed. Uh, what else? Yeah, I, I put wheels and tires on it. Um, I, I wanted to get 16 inch wheels because a common upgrade is to like put uh, put bigger brake rotors from the Montero Sport onto this, and you need 16 mm-hmm. wheels to fit that. But when I changed, so the guy I bought it with uh, BFG KO2 tires on it, which are good but really heavy. Right. And when I and I step and there, he had like 33s. So when I switched from that to like a, a Cooper 31. And eighty-threes. Yeah, and that with a lightweight wheel that I got. I have these Koenig wheels that are like less than twenty pounds. Like I had taken out so much uh, unsprung weight and rotational mass that like mm. the braking was fine. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, don't, don't need like, the better rotors. Yeah. So yeah. I then I realized I didn't need. But if I when, next time I get rotors, I'll probably get the bigger ones. But um, but yeah. So the the lighter wheel really like helped. And then losing the uh, losing the roof rack helps with aero. Putting the factory bumper helped with aero. So I can get 20 miles per gallon out of it if I'm if I'm gentle. Wow, that's yeah. actually really solid. Yeah, for a for a late 90s seven passenger SUV. Seriously, awesome. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm really I'm pretty happy with that. And yeah, I just got fresh filters and like um, it's on. It's got Bilstein 5100 shocks and the old old man Emu springs, so it's got a little bit. Oh, that's like a little high, but it's classic perfect. like yeah. fail proof setup. Yeah, it's super. Uh, the only yeah, I'd like to put some more lights on it at some point, but otherwise, it's, it's good, man. I'm pretty. Like when I bought my fourth gen Forerunner, it had 5100s and LMEs. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great setup. There a lot. Yeah. Of, some people don't like them because they're pretty soft, but I dig it. Oh God, yeah. I like the ride. I like the soft ride. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. suck. Like people shit on it, but soft is not no, that. No, it's good for that. For um, yeah. If I like let the air pressure down in the tires, it's just like <laughs> if I go nice and slow. So it's yeah. Good. And the only other Cushy. like major mod is the the previous owner like started this like sleeping platform setup, but it would like kind of suck. So I just like made some improvements and like. Uh, so now basically when I fold the rear, the third row is deleted. And when I fold the second row down, um, I've got this, this, this like tray that folds out. So I've got a sleeping platform, but I've also got cargo underneath. Nice. So if it's just my wife and I, like we can easily have all the, all, all our crap underneath and sleep on the top and like have a very self-contained like vehicle. And so it's, Super when the sleeping platform's deployed, the second row's just folded flat. Yeah, yeah. So you can drive it like that too, because the front seats are whatever. But um, yeah, that's the yeah, best you, setup. But yeah, you can only have two people in it if you're gonna have. It it's the the platform I built to use in the Land Cruiser when I like single camp in it. I have yeah. to like pull the second row seat completely out because it doesn't. Oh really? Doesn't it'll fold flat, flat right? So uh, yeah, there's a uh, the way the there's a, a footwell for the second row basically. So I yeah. built a platform that just creates a flat space from the mm-hmm. tailgate to the yeah and it's like six six and i'm six four so oh geez yeah perfect. it's <laughs> just and it. head at the tailgate because <laughs> otherwise the blood's rushing to your head if you sleep the other way because there's a little rake to the yeah I haven't, tried it. I haven't tried it since i put the new dobinson springs on it but 
Yeah, mine's still a little janky. Like I, need, I, I have these two milk crates that I put in the in the second row of the wells to like <laughs> yeah. flat it all out. But yeah, I mean, it works. It works. If it works, it works. It yeah, doesn't matter. It, it's at the level of like people are keep telling me like, oh, you got to get the goose gear. Like I'm just like, I'm not trying Fuck to no. pay. Yeah, like Spend I get it. 1500 bucks on drawers in a platform. Yeah, I like, think I, you're I, super low on 1500 there. Yeah, really? Yeah, really? Right. Yeah, when I, well, maybe for the linkers or when I look at stuff, it's like, I feel like all of a sudden it's $3,500 or five Dang. grand. Like, Goose Gear's proud I, of their stuff. It's awesome. It's good shit. But yeah, I mean, if, if you got the money, man, cool. But I, I don't. Like, all the dudes <laughs> no. that I follow on Instagram and they're like, all right, we'll just put in the Goose Gear. And I'm like, Jesus, how do I get sponsored yeah. on this shit? Like, yeah, that's, that that's a, cool. I, I went down there I, before, before the pandemic. I was going to let him use my truck to like, make a second gen montero measurement um but yeah then covid happened and i'm like uh you haven't, you haven't yeah. it, maybe Brian. maybe please don't poke around all of my truck <laughs> yeah it's just like it's lit one of them's literally titled brian's favorite package for fourth for forerunners fifth gen and it's from three thousand four hundred and ninety five dollars so when you see from that's what my fourth wow. gen forerunner cost wow. yeah i mean <laughs> it's a fifth gen sorry I, oh, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I don't, I, I'm not necessarily against like spending more in mods than your truck costs, but I mean, I don't know. It's a choice. I feel like I mean, I've got, I've got two grand worth of wheels and tires on a $3,100 truck. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. We've all been there. Yeah. I feel like, in yeah. in some capacity, maybe yeah. not wheels and tires, but in some capacity. There's an old school skiing ad that you see all the time where like the skis are more than the vehicle and it's always yeah. like some sweet classic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I gotta find that one now. <laughs> yeah, and I know some people who roll like that for sure. It's all good. So many of the like, I mean, the ATV world, UTV world. You have guys showing up with like 2002 Silverados or like you know <laughs> second gen yeah. Ford Rangers, and they have like twenty five thousand dollar like fucking you know Mavericks and X threes. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, so it's weird. it's not a bad way to to use your money. Um, you definitely get a lot of capability that way, but. Yeah, it just depends on what your priorities are. Yeah, I use it like once every two months. It's yeah. like, oh, right. God, you know, your truck's got an exhaust leak and it sounds like it's going to die, blow up as you accelerate out of the parking lot. But yeah. that's a nice razor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Also, just for reference, I opened up Craigslist uh, in the Northeast, or at least in the like greater New York City area to mm -hmm. see if there's any 98 or 99 Monteros there are exactly zero. Yeah, they're hard to find. They, it's. I'm not going to like take credit for increasing their popularity, but I've definitely done a lot of Montero blogs. And well, uh, between you, Jeff. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Farah has a Delica. Like that's yep. right. Yeah, and, uh, Lynn, Lynn, and Lynn's got a couple, right? Got a Montero. Yeah. F future guest one. Lynn Woodward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she has one also. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who does anyone else? have one not that i could think of but yeah i mean they're uh i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't sell mine for what i paid for it no way <clears throat> so no not now by that measure <laughs> now now it has yeah. a oh god, this one yeah, is so right. sketchy oh god oh god some of these are so sketchy oh oh yeah no time to close craigslist so not good it's yeah, not good. Close to me. I, I found a 2001 for 49.50 and a 2002 for 3500 the, the third gens are kind of cool but they're not as like they, I don't know. They, they, they don't look like 
old school SUV. I, I it looks like somebody stuck an air hose in them when you're <laughs> and then that was it. Well, and they, the, they can be capable, but the first picture I saw with the rear door open, there is a lot of rust down near that rear yeah, wheel well coming from up. Ones like, in the Northeast. My uh, my wife really wants to move back to New York, and if we do, it's I'm gonna be like super goofy because I'm gonna have this SUV that I never drive that I don't drive in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> doing right. the opposite you're gonna like, need a exactly. real drive beater yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> everyone's gonna be looking at you like didn't you spend like three grand on that isn't that yeah. the winter beater like, yeah. no yeah, right. damn it <laughs> <laughs> shit it's going to my museum oh, your museum but yeah the, be one of the few yeah i, I want to do um i put this giant like mitsubishi emblem on the side and i want to do some some more stripes to kind of have like a tuner car slash overlands well, rally car build. The Hero Evo vibe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's it looks like you got a it. good collection of stickers on the rear window. Are those still there? No, those are the previous owners. So I left them on there for a while because I had been to all the same places and I was like, yeah, this is kind of fine. And oh, then I just weird. got, I got bored of them and cut them off. <laughs> What's the, is there a big KC sticker in the middle of it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. What that can't be for Kansas City. That's nobody comes here. Oh, Kings Canyon. <laughs> Okay, that makes more sense. Not quite. Yeah, I. That's funny. It's funny. I had um, because I still I can't get the stupid like blue soap off the tires, and people keep being like, "Oh, clean your tires off." Oh, like, that stupid me, Cooper it, blue all over the yeah, white. Yeah. Oh my god! It took me six months yeah, to take the previous owner's bumper stickers off. Like I'm not an, like I don't care. <laughs> it's like acetone or or like paint yeah, thinner or I'm something. Like, I'm not even. I I can't be bothered. So that's just that. something to remember. If you're a fan of the hashtag white letters out, if you buy the Coopers, they're not exactly white letters. It's out. blue no, blue letters, blue out. letters out. out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the, the tire dude, I think he might have asked, but I don't remember. I was just like, whatever, I don't really. I don't my know. I my guys asked, and I've never, like, I like the look of white letters out, but not on my own vehicles, if that makes sense. Hmm, interesting. They're like, what, yeah. what do you want? I'm like, no, blackout. Just don't I kind of do like it for some reason. I don't know. I'm into it. It's got like a, uh, reminds me of my childhood. Huh, yeah. Well, like mid-90s, like early 90s, mid-90s was core, like BFGATs with white letters out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so those KO2s that the truck came with conveniently were, uh, they fit on my Scout. And the nice. tires I had on the Scout were like cracked and terrifying. So I was like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that worked well. Yeah, it was awesome. The, the tire guy was really annoyed because I was like, okay, I want you to put these tires on these new wheels I got and then these old tires on these old wheels. He was like, ugh. Hey, I can't just swap them from one to one on the wheels. <laughs> yeah. Did you only drive one of the vehicles to the place? No. So I used a mobile, uh, mobile tire installer. Okay. This, this guy, uh, Andrew Cromery Picard, who's like a rally driver. Yeah, ACP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He started this business called Zip Tire that does like mobile tire installation. And oh, um, yeah, I forgot about that. And yeah, I get a, I get, I, I get a deal on tires through the motoring club, this car club I'm in in LA, and. He and I was talking to him about something else, and and he was like, "Oh, I'll beat the price." I was like, "Okay, come on out." <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, so, wait. I don't even have to like don't prove it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't have to go anywhere. Well, You'll come yeah, to me? yeah. I think he was kind of. We ended up reviewing it for Jalopnik, and I think he was kind of like he offered to do it for free, but I was like, mm -hmm. "Nah, I can't. I gotta get you guy paid." That's it's not how yeah. journalists work. Yeah, I'm not really allowed to it's take like actual shit. journalism. Yeah, unfortunately, I wish I could take more bribes, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's not that's not fair. That's yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bribes, 
didn't didn't you get to go to africa yeah talk about bribes yeah no yeah kidding. yeah <laughs> that's, that's a bribe that's a, yeah i mean the uh the press launches are like for whatever reason just like industry standard so um yeah yeah we did a the, for the land rover defender launch um yeah that was right before it's funny what uh, i got to namibia south africa and namibia in february and they were already testing for covid at the airports there and then when what? i got back really? yeah when i got back home the Amer i like waltzed right through global entry they didn't even wow anyway, i guess I, that was that's how we know we had it way before then that was yeah, yeah. Was four, four minutes from i remember texting my wife from sitting in the jet to being on the uh, <laughs> it was just like yeah i'll buy like uh by taxis yeah and i, just, I guess I, it was yeah probably yeah. around when like the italy like covid boom happened right right before that uh, yeah italy yeah. Was, was getting it pretty bad right right around then a friend of mine scott brady uh from overland journal stayed yeah. stayed in in africa for a while and then could like couldn't get home for a really long time because by the time he was ready to leave it was like it, a lot of stuff was was lockdown down. city yeah. yeah so did he just like extend the vacation kind of thing yeah then... so i kind of it's funny i kind of did the same thing i i um I think everybody like, did because Emmy well, has, Emmy Hall yeah. came and told the same story kind of thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. it's a freaking. She, she extended it for a couple days too. I mean, it's a it was like a forty hour trip or something. So just to get there. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> no, so I you. asked. So I asked Land Rover. I was like, "Hey, like, how, can you make my Johannesburg layover like a week?" And they were like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's the same price, so whatever." Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're they're paying for the flights so then, one way or the yeah, other. Yeah. So then, so then I found the media contact for Toyota South Africa, and I was like, "You guys got any Land Cruisers?" And they did. They hooked me up with them. So I got a '79 awesome. series Namib yes. truck, which was freaking amazing. Awesome. Of course, you oh, got something so we cool. don't get. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, it's funny. I, I only said Land Cruiser, and they were like, "Sure." And I didn't want to like push my luck. So I was like, okay, whatever it is, is great. And I get there, language, it's just, like language. desert tan, ARB bumper, like lights, all-terrain tires. Right. like, hell right. yeah. <laughs> this is exactly, exactly what I wanted. what you wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. I actually haven't published that story yet, but it's coming. Um, <laughs> Say, yeah. isn't Alu Cab from South Africa too? Like, could you have just like, you probably could have Are swung they? by and got an RTT for it too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there are a bunch <laughs> of good outfits down there. Um, but no, I ended up, I went up to this area in the northeastern corner of the country, uh, like where Kruger National Park is. Okay. And it's not, it's definitely not like off-roading. It's not like hard. It's just dirt roads, but it's where all the animals are. So I, uh, I have some amazing images of like elephants getting all. Oh, really? All close. Yeah. yeah I, just, oh I put in Kruger National Park and the, Google is like, yes, this is yeah, fantastic. That's where they yeah, that's giraffes. Yeah, yeah. I had to decide. I was like, do I want to go hardcore wheeling or see or see animals? And I picked animals because I was like, I, I think that's a solid choice. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I yep. mean, we know the cruiser is going to be good. Like, whatever. Right. <laughs> when you're solo, but like solo in Africa, I didn't want to do anything too crazy anyway. Just like, ugh. Hello, Toyota. Um, yeah, rescue, exactly. Right, can you rescue me, please? Yeah. <laughs> I, like um, you had a cell signal. Yeah, like well, I, okay, uh, I had fair. a spot. I had a Garmin. Um, in Garmin Inreach. Yeah. Okay. So I had I, I had a a panic button emergency survive, beacon. But, yeah. Yeah. I think, but I mean yeah. SOS. I think you're. In, I think it was you that said like the lowdown on Inreach is like you can totally get super cheap refurbished ones online, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got oh, really? a refurbished one. Yeah, yeah. It was like two hundred bucks. For and the like the new ones are like eight hundred. Yeah, for the mid-range one, and obviously you still have to pay this the normal rate for service. Right. It's right. Totally but that, worth it. 
Isn't that a, like you can turn it on and off, right? Like you don't have to constantly pay. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. So it's like, what did I pay? I think it's like $30 a month. So it's, it's not cheap, but. Uh, if you yeah. activate it as needed, that's like totally yeah, reasonable. It and it was unreal. Like I could just text my wife from like the middle of freaking Africa. like Africa. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just like, it was prepaid. Oh shit. So just, okay. Like, I'm adding that to my list. Yeah. Cause we, all, and, I mean, some of our trips, we go up like Maine and there's nothing you couldn't oh, yeah, get even service actually, if you wanted like if you you know oh, actually i have it right here a pot, what a perfect prop yeah so it's, <laughs> it's in a beer koozie it's in a koozie that's perfect yeah, and so the, this one this is the mid-range one Garmin, this is called this is um this is the se plus and i was gonna get the mini because it's cheapest but the, the refurbished se plus is is was cheaper so it's like, cheaper right. than the mini yeah. where and, do you uh, buy, where exactly do you buy that? uh where the hell did i get it i can Dude. I think you, I think Amazon or some shit. Yeah. I think it was like a, might have been Amazon. You, you suggested it on, I want to say I saw it on like Twitter or something you were talking about. I tweeted about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I literally just did an Amazon search and there were like 12. Yeah. Like all available. Um, but it was, it worked amazing. And like, it's, uh, it works with a web portal. So like I just had it tracking me. And then when my wife or like when my dad wanted to see what was, where I was at, they just like Mm -hmm. opened up a browser and like it's password protected. So like only the people you want to track you, track you. <laughs> it can't go wrong tracking you anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly so and i mean right, you can, Siri? yeah you could yeah right i mean you can have it send like tweets and facebook posts for you if you want um That's i was why. trying to go like a little bit more off the grid than that but uh, yeah. yeah suddenly the uh, escape wow. from that's, from everything is yeah. that's the I'm part of push. western kansas that i enjoy the most is like yeah i'm i yeah. literally don't look at my phone for however many days i'm oh dude that's the best <laughs> yeah so it's best. a tough it's such a tough balance right because i 100 percent agree and like i really wanted to be like straight up dark but after like after i had a huge crash like knowing how bad things can go like when you don't expect it to it's like how quickly mm-hmm. they can go how, that way yeah and yeah. like it, it's just knowing I had like a, a panic button, even if it would have cost me a fortune and like maybe it would have been a while before I got help. Like it's better than shouting at the monkeys, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, shouting like, at the monkeys like, is a great rock band. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a cover like, band. It's a cover I mean, band. Yeah, I was, I was obviously being conservative and safe, but like you just never know when something's going to happen. Peace like, of mind and yeah. like it, just that like knowledge of having a safety net is so huge when you're, totally yeah. remote yeah but and the nice thing about so this one can send it sends text messages and stuff too like bluetooth with my phone so i can so instead of just having a panic button i can be like oh you know like got a flat tire i'll be two hours late like don't send the cavalry right <laughs> uh or whatever so, you know like so the actual interface you can actually just text through your phone you don't have to like t9 it on yeah the i mean you okay. if you don't have a phone you can just yeah you can do this really crappy like t9 style thing but if yeah if there's an app on my iphone so i can just like do it with that i can just, just like texting normally um, okay i'm buying one that's... before my next big trip i'm in <laughs> the land of garmin hq like it's right down the street yeah. like i feel like sure. i need to know somebody that sure. can hook this up yeah it's totally worth yeah. it um, yeah very cool yeah garmin Garmin in reach and it's (laughs) it's almost industry standard for us at this point like I feel like everybody talks about it I know the spot is still big um I used to use that one in Australia the spot was but the spot back then didn't have any kind of like phone you could only say like here's where I am or I'm in trouble that was it so so can we backpack 
backtrack to Australia for a second? Yeah, hell yeah. Sure. So you were guiding treks down there, but you yeah. you kind of like you didn't gloss over or you didn't say like there are motorcycle trips most of the time. Yeah, it was. So it was motorcycle trips and we would run with sometimes two, but usually one truck. We had this big like Isuzu cargo truck with like lockers and huge tires. And that would be like that cool. would carry food and fuel and water, lots of water. Mm-hmm. and um, would have a little pull-out kitchen, and we would, like, so we would take anywhere from, like, one to, how many was the most? I think, like, we had a 15-person group, but they would all, they would all be on bikes, uh, and, yeah, it was just me and this dude, Magnus, so we would swap out. Like, sometimes we'd have somebody riding on point, leading, and sometimes we'd have, sometimes he'd be in the truck, like, bringing up the rear, and, and I would do, like, the cooking, uh, like, late-night mechanical fixes, and yeah, we just hang out, do these big trips. Um, Sounds like was, a good excuse to go see shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I, uh, it's funny, I, I did that right after college. I, right, right after college, I got this job um, with, uh, that had like AmeriCorps educational benefits and it was really near my parents' house. So I lived with my parents and was able to like pay off, pay down all my debt because with a combination of factors of like, no rent and, and whatnot. Uh, That's awesome. So I had, yeah. So I was sort of like, and then, all, but all my friends were like not living at home anymore. So I was kind of like uh, the one guy. Yeah. I was kind of like a wandering minstrel, like, and uh, was like, Oh, I want to do like, Oh, I knew I want to do off-road stuff. So I bought a like one way ticket to Australia and, uh, and got like a working visa, temporary okay. working visa there. And was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll see what's going on. And just worked a bunch of odd jobs, random jobs, had, briefly worked with this guy who was like an off-road instructor but just he didn't have use for me for very long um and yeah i ended up meeting this dude magnus in a bar and we like hit it off and he was like yeah i'm doing this motorcycle race uh if you if you want to like be my pit support um you know if if we end up getting along like i'll like come hang out for the rest of the year and we'll we'll do that we'll take people on off-road tours just my arm yeah Yeah. (laughs) the the tour names are fantastic like across australia yeah rock to reef he he sold the company yeah are you looking at outback adventure tracks yeah yeah he sold the company so he's not there anymore but it's all the same stuff yeah so yeah yeah, across the top which that's my favorite thing is they refer to the the, like we have the the south they have the top end like right yeah the canning (laughs) stock route and all that up there yeah Yeah, it's freaking it's an unreal country i mean you think you think australians think a desert but they really have uh, no, it's a lot of jungle and, and it's not particularly mountainous, but they do have, they have some hills. Spent a lot of time on Google maps with street view. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Does it kind of West of Sydney have a little bit of kind yeah. of almost like hills? Yeah, there's, like there's some mountains there. Yeah. They go skiing and stuff, but they're not really less like nothing. To, there's no major mountains. to like mm. right home about. Okay. But, um, They've added an India tour. Yeah, man. Wow. Frick, I wanted, yeah, I've wanted to do that so badly but it's it's unbelievably expensive on a royal enfield 500 oh that's awesome they do the highest the highest elevation like public road in the in the world i think is it really uh i think so oh man highest elevation public road in the world is in india i think so i think it's up in the himalayas or towards that area okay that would make sense ride to the top of the world you ride it on the like that you would hope so world's highest more motorable yeah that's hard motorable. to pronounce road <laughs> in the lock lockta region i think what elevation they're at down there because i guess like it's because pike's peak is like fourteen thousand, right yeah mm-hmm. so this has this must be higher than that if it's uh 
Day three, you get to 20,900. Oh, my God. <laughs> Freaking wow. Crazy. Yeah, holy so shit! Fifty-five hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not I've, cheap. I've not done. Have have not done India, but so Sunday, some of yeah. On day three, you get to ten thousand nine hundred, but there are peaks at twenty thousand above you. God, there's that's another wild. day where you're at thirteen six. Probably making about three horsepower at that. Yeah. <laughs> if that, yeah. better pack light. Day that's eleven, why there's you get to seventeen thousand. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy! That's and I'm just fantasizing. That's the elevation in the, the top here to at Atacama episodes. They're like. Take your Viagra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not die. Which yeah. for them it was just a dick joke, so they didn't really care. Right, but <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I'll anything for the same dick joke. Even yeah, like, well. yeah, even like Colorado, Wyoming. When I get up there, the first day I'm always like, oh. Yeah, just yeah. drink no. lots of water. Kicks my butt. So that's why it always takes us an extra two hours to get there because the kids start drinking waters about Western Kansas and they don't <laughs> stop until we get there. But every forty minutes, they're like, I got to pee again. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to drink three bottles in a row, man. Just, just one. <laughs> but just about all of them have experienced altitude sickness at one point, and they all yeah. never want to do it again. So it sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I can understand. <laughs> but okay, so you have enough experience. We we have not talked about this segment of our show in a long time. But do you have any off roading, overlanding hacks or tips that you would like to impart? Hmm. Um, let me think. Uh, always bring more water than you think you need. Like way more. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> double. It's double. Speaking of, yeah. speaking of water, that's usually a good yeah. one. Um, that's why. That's why it's available in the car for them to drink because we. Bring yeah. It. <laughs> uh, I, I. I'm. I'm usually. I. I. I would say like, maybe start with l- less gear and just like go start with good <laughs> tires and see what you need before you like buy the whole catalogs worth of stuff oh man load it onto your truck tires tires actually affect so much more yeah. than you realize. oh yeah and that's yeah. i feel like that's in any realm of automotive like it's everyone's Absolutely. so dismissive of it but yep yeah track no, tires, tires off-road yeah. tires it matters yeah, totally but yeah i mean but it, yeah you I mean you don't want to set off on a trip on like crappy road tires or anything like that yeah. if, you're going, if you're going dirt so yeah i would make sure you're yeah get like a get a decent tire and a size that fits your rig and don't so bring you, too much stuff the first yeah. time out you you've now <laughs> you've now got me to a point where now i have to start thinking about tires because my so i my dad and i had planned a trip to go to iceland uh in late october nice. uh, he wanted to go see the northern lights my mom had no desire and i i will absolutely yeah, go not? like <laughs> uh and we had reached out to arctic trucks and we were going to go on cool. one of their tours so oh, staring nice. down 44 inch <laughs> high locks hell yeah super excited and dad was like hey and then you were going to come up and put them on the square yeah no that was not what i was going to do but he <laughs> was like hey <laughs> covid's still an issue like yeah maybe oh, we should recently. hold off and i was like yeah oh, i'm not gonna yeah. tell you no to that like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Health and safety over. It'll, it'll still be there. It'll, yeah. it'll be there when you're ready. Yeah. But we had uh, Zach Bowman on a couple weeks ago, and he told a amazing story about a snowstorm hitting him at the north rim of the Grand Canyon and hearing mm. elk being hunted by wolves. And just, oh God, Dad was like, maybe we, story. maybe we go there instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, sure, we'll just we'll just take the Sequoia and maybe we'll rent like an overland trailer or something because he's not yeah. he's not really into camping, but. 
I have GSAs on the Sequoia, and that's probably the best trailer pulling rig I have. So maybe mm. I need to start. Mm. I mean, it just depends on where you're gonna go. If it's like, if it's, I think they'll roads. just be fire roads, basically. Like, yeah. maybe, right. probably maybe fine. instead of doing yeah. new rubber, I just look at like a set of Max tracks. Yeah, I mean, not I a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, yeah, some couple traction boards and like a shovel is probably yeah. fine. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't don't really want to get stuck. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do brand new tires if like yours are not, you know, if they're still got life in them. Right, and especially if you're just going to do like two-wheel drive roads, yeah. maybe yeah. with an occasional four-wheel drive. You're probably all right in that area. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I mean, not going to go means... Rockwall Moab. Oh, man, I yeah. can't even talk. I'm not going to go Rockwall <laughs> I guess bring some chains if it's going to get snowy up there, but otherwise. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're still going to time it out for the same time of year or not since mm. before, like, it was like, towards mid to late october and i was like mm -hmm. well it's yeah. definitely snow season so. oh yeah definitely then again it was in iceland too so right <laughs> but, but yeah the main have... overland the main overland hack is like don't overthink it early on just like yeah. go and then decide what you need as opposed mm -hmm. to stocking up and then being like trotting all the all your stuff yeah <laughs> dude we talk about this all the time like right? the instagram scene has kind of like perpetuated this idea you need to <laughs> like get every single thing just yeah. to hit the trail the first time yeah like no the first time you go on the trail you take your whatever you go out and you find like the weakest point yeah yeah which is usually tires yeah chris <laughs> it's all right they have a lot of rubber on them <laughs> like yeah, a lot it's all right so, uh all right <laughs> I think that's a, a really great spot to end the show. We went yeah. right on. super yeah. long tonight. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm mad about it. Woo. Yeah. Poor, right. poor Ross is on the East Coast. It's like midnight oh, yeah. for him. That's oh, okay. And cash in. It is. It's been, it's been a long day. Right on. Well, good uh, talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, man, thanks for coming, coming on. on. Do you oh, want to yeah. – do you want to plug your stuff? Where can people find you? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm the car reviews editor at Jalopnik, so you'll see my stuff there. Um, on Twitter, is just Andrew P. Collins, and my Insta is Andrew at large. So hit me up. Come hang. Which, you had oh. supercars recently, I saw? like. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm road testing a DB11 AMR right now. It's a awesome car. It, and, it's the uh, manual one, right? No, that's that's auto. That's a Vantage you're thinking of. This still has oh. a stick. No, this is, this is an eight-speed auto, but um, okay. it's still pretty Is it a ZF nice. box? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, i think so i think so. okay then it's okay um, probably but yeah so yeah went out with uh with my motoring club friends and most of them were like rich guys with like 911s and <laughs> like a 720s yeah like this it... dude with a 720 <laughs> this guy casual. Was like, yeah casual. yeah he was like oh good thing you were leaving because like i was going so fast it would have flown off the road i'm like okay yeah <laughs> like, like maybe we need you need to get back your 720 yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like well uh, you're continuing to live yeah. <laughs> yeah 570 for you uh, yeah <laughs> that's still yeah. not slow still still, still no. stupid but yeah fast. uh yeah i've been been doing some doing some performance cars lately which has been fun super very sweet. cool yeah, driving the Vantage next week. Actually, they're they're swapping oh, wow. out the. <laughs> so so, for that, so does that mean press cars have restarted out west? Like yeah, press cars are definitely back. We um we went cold turkey once the COVID stuff was going on because we didn't know it was happening. But uh, mm. the press fleets have been really good, really um proactive about uh cleaning stuff and doing like a cleaning procedure. And we we sort of decided like it, as far as doing business, it's pretty pretty low risk. Like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dri- driving by yourself in a car is pretty low risk. Yeah. So we, like, we decided it was yeah, okay to start up again. Even if they clean it, you might just like wipe it down one more time. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Like, we, right. we have like a whole procedure and everything. And like we do a touchless handoff where it's a little bit annoying, but it's, you know. Right. It's, yeah. best, when I was getting work done on the Sequoia, like the dude held out a plastic bag at me and I dropped yeah, my keys yeah, in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like okay. Yeah, it's annoying, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, so, sweet. Anyway, stay safe out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, seriously. But talk to you guys soon. See you on Sounds good. All right, Andrew, All right, thank later. you. Thank Appreciate you. It. All right, bye bye.